Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And we're here to talk about uh, a lot of things, actually. A lot of things. <laughs> it's <laughs> a, a little more uh, freelance. Yeah, you know? a little, little mishmash. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking in general today about the, the direction that media is going in from physical media towards streaming and uh, specifically in video games. Mm -hmm. uh, because especially with this recent year with the release of uh, Xbox Game Pass and Google Stadia and PlayStation now revamped their, their, their prices and everything because it used to be like $20 or something, which is a little, <laughs> little pricely. <laughs> It's it's definitely becoming a focus of the, this like next run of video games, this next generation or whatever you want to call it, and uh, that's something we should talk about because it's it's an interesting thing that I understand doesn't mean I like it. That's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Do you, I'm not sure if anyone listening would remember this, but you remember this. We talked about this earlier when Netflix was still <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, a CD shipping company. Yes, I remember <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone who doesn't know, before Netflix was a streaming service, you would become a member. Yeah. And uh, you could choose from a catalog and they would send you the well, movie. You could queue up which movie you wanted next. So you'd get whatever movie scooby-doo too and then <laughs> and then uh watch it keep it for literally however long you wanted and then send it back and if you wanted to watch scooby-doo <laughs> three or if you wanted to watch rugrats go to paris you could cue that cue that up you could and it it was obviously successful enough. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, I, I'd never had it. I never had that version of Netflix. I remember having it in like middle school, maybe earlier than that. <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was the first, I don't know, mailing movie business that I was aware of. It, I, the first one I can think of. Yeah. And... And again, it was clearly successful because it went off to be to become the Netflix that we know now, a all-encompassing juggernaut a of streaming, a monster, <laughs> absolute unit. Um, but even back then, when it was just here's an envelope with a CD in it, there were already companies trying to emulate that shit mm -hmm. with the game service gamefly gamefly i know there was like two or three others don't know their names i don't know i i remember seeing <clears throat> constant um commercials? commercials for gamefly because like they would have the commercial open some guy sitting on his couch and he'd get a knock at the door he'd open the door and there'd be people dressed in video game character costumes you know the game coming to you mm-hmm yeah I saw those at least a billion times. They're always on at the weirdest times, too. Because, mm -hmm. like, you'd think they would be on just after school when people get home. I always saw them at, like, 5.45 when I woke up and watched <laughs> Angel. <laughs> like, they were always on at the... Or, like, during, like, Adult Swim when I was definitely supposed to be asleep. I don't know. It, it seemed like they were <laughs> advertising at the wrong times. But that idea was clearly already present. Like, hey... They're doing this thing where they just have people pay them and then they'll send them movies. Yeah. We can do the same thing with games. Netflix just 
saw into the future. They saw where the world was going and they <laughs> jumped on grabbed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously video games and movies are different for in so many different ways, so many ways, but they, they still have a certain novelty for collection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, an aspect that both have shared over time that I think has become less of an issue, less of a importance in the the realm of movies than it has in video games. Like people still collect uh, like a library of video games. People don't really collect a library of movies as much. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it's it does obviously, but it's just not as common of a thing. Like when I was 14, anytime I went to someone's house, it was just like a shelf somewhere of just. Movies, movies or yeah. VHSs or something, and that's not really a thing you see that much. No. Or if you do, like they're movies that they bought back then. Well, I feel like movies are more accessible to get online or digitally than um, video games are, so it's probably why. I mean, you don't yes, see it as much. That's true, but I also feel like there's less of a like uh, of a backlash to movies of uh, being just streaming. Like, I don't need to own a movie, because if I watch it more than three times, I probably should be done by (laughs) by that (laughs) point. While things like Mass Effect, I've played each game at least four times. You know, like, I I, I like... Well, I mean, different people like different things. I could watch Shaun of the Dead a hundred more times and still love it. And (laughs) in fact, I have watched it a hundred times and still loved it. And... Um, you gave it to me for Christmas a couple years ago. Uh, you know, some people just don't want to collect movies. Some people would rather collect video games. They're more interactive. Mm-hmm. They're also something that, like, like with movies, you don't have a save progress. You don't have a, a an amount of work that you put into it. You sit down and you watch. With video games, it's a, <clears throat> this is the amount of effort I've put in. Here's my version of this game. And I think that has a, a much stronger impact on my desire to not have solely digital media. Mm-hmm. Like that, that adds to my desire to ha- still have some sort of physical media that I can rely on. Even if servers go down and all this other stuff, like I can still have this. With that being said, like there's, there's plenty of similarities and differences between movies and how they're transitioning to streaming. But we've seen how effective it is with movies. Mm-hmm. The, the opportunity to just have whatever movie available to you is really cool mm-hmm. we have netflix because it's nice to have can i say something real quick Hit so me. netflix is great because you can stream whatever movie you want most any movie you want or any show and it's pretty good quality netflix makes pretty good quality shows and movies one thing they don't have are special features what do you mean oh like when you would get a CD or a DVD. When you would get a DVD in the mail, sometimes Netflix would do it when they had uh, the DVD version. Um, but one of my favorite parts as a kid was going through and seeing like the bloopers or the deleted, the deleted scenes, scenes yeah. and how the movie was made or how it was thought up. Or you get to see like if it was an animated movie, you would be able to see how it was created, like the artist making it and stuff. So you, you don't get that now. You just yeah. get the movie itself. You don't get what's behind that unless you do your own research mm-hmm. or you buy the DVD. Yeah, and they're 
like I remember watching uh one of the Lion King movies. I had like a, a DVD thing and it showed like the storyboarding of it mm-hmm. and the characters look drastically different. Yeah, it's, and that's really interesting. Yeah, it's really awesome to see all of the concept characters before they actually became what mm-hmm. they are. Unless, I mean, I would love for Netflix to add special features onto their, like, <laughs> things that you can pick on. Because that would be genuinely interesting and fun. Sometimes they have, like, interviews, but that's normally for, like, TV shows or, mm-hmm. like, miniseries. Yeah, it's added to, like, the episode list. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that as much. They don't, don't do that at all for movies. No. And I, I agree with you. I miss that aspect of things. And honestly, video games as is don't do that enough. Like, there, there's rarely ever a... Uh, look at this behind the scenes uh, making of whatever. I feel <laughs> video like game. video games never really did that. They they did. Like there'd be a few of them that would be like, oh, um, you're awarded this concept art for completing this challenge, mm-hmm. but nothing. Yeah. Like a DVD. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's part because video games always have the more of a, ooh, you unlock this thing. Here's some art that we were making when we first started the game. It looks nothing like now. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's just a little <laughs> thing we're going to give you because you completed the challenge. Yeah. It's not important. Here's a reward for spending 30 hours in our game. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, 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 there's there's a bit of loss when you're moving from the this like physical media that they have to sort of give you extra to, 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 to pine after. Sort of like a thank you for actually buying their their dvd and buying their movie and with streaming it's seems a little less personal a little Mm -hmm. more like well it was there you probably just picked it because you needed to waste two and a half hours yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so we um we got the trial the playstation now trial yeah it was a week free. I'm still mm-hmm. we're still playing through it because why not? Honestly, I am kind of considering getting it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not a bad deal. I think uh, from what I understand, we don't have uh, the Xbox One, mm-hmm. but from what I understand, it has more of a of a larger library than the PlayStation Now does, and that that's awesome and all. It's a reasonable price to both of them. And it's just easy to access. It's a bunch of games that I would otherwise not actually buy. Yeah. Like, the game you picked... Uh, Vikings? Yeah. It was like $40 to actually buy Yeah, it. Vikings uh, Wolves of Midgard. It's a, a very uh, Diablo-esque Champions of Norath game. Um, top-down kind of yeah. fighter thing. Hacky-slashy-looter um, sort of deal. Yeah. And it is one of those games that if you saw it at GameStop or you saw at whatever store you'd probably be like eh i'm not gonna pay 50 bucks for this game i'll wait until it's on sale and then maybe i'll try it Mm -hmm. but if you get playstation now you can just try it whenever and if you don't like it 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 didn't cost you anything yeah nothing extra and it's it's kind of nice actually to have that sort of aspect of just trial i know that when blockbuster was more (laughs) kicking and alive uh they had a, a a rental service in which you could rent a game and then return whatever the hell you wanted really and i abused the shit out of that i'll tell you that much <laughs> but also the games you could rent them for like three dollars for a week mm-hmm. and i did that all the time instead of buying games because i didn't know if i was gonna like the game it, it was when i was like 13 <laughs> so i wasn't like 
on the internet looking up stuff about games that I might like in the future because the internet sucked and it would take an hour for a page to load. So, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was a, uh, the first real big, huge movie place that my family went to and actually, like, got things from. We were broke, so we didn't get a lot. But um, I remember playing Blood Rain for the first time from Blockbuster. <laughs> it blew my mind. And then 2020, I go back, you know, look at it, and I'm blown away <laughs> about how different it is. Like, that's the thing. Games like that, uh, games that you wouldn't have otherwise, like, gone out of your way to pay 50 bucks for, you get to experience through older services like Blockbuster, rental services, or through things like PlayStation Now, where it's a membership Netflix service. You get to try things you otherwise wouldn't have allotted that money for. And that, I think, is the novel aspect of this. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most interesting part. There, There's other cool things, like the streaming aspect of it, but that's a little, <laughs> little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Man, it, it it gives me that same sort of vibe of like, yeah, why not? I'll play this. Let's yeah. let's see it. Yeah, <laughs> it, you just you have more options, and so you you pay you know the monthly fee, and mm -hmm. you get as many games as it has on it. Otherwise, you pay the same. Like I, I don't remember how much the monthly fee was, but like twenty bucks, you know, a month for all those games, hundreds of games, or twenty bucks for one game that. You might not like uh, the the place is not price is ten bucks. I think uh, the Xbox the Game Pass is also around ten bucks. Still, it's a lot better than going to get a game and not liking it, and then having to go through the whole hullabaloo of having to return it, and then it's they either don't give you the money back, or like GameStop, you buy the game for sixty bucks and they give you ten back. Yeah, that's generous. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it adds variety and opportunity. Yes. And I think, uh, especially for AAA games, I don't think it matters. I think AAA games are so big that you're going to know which ones you want. You're going to save up the 60 bucks for them or probably whatever amount they're going to be worth in the future. Mm -hmm. And you'll get the ones you really want, the ones you want the fancy case for, and you put it on your wall or in your bookshelf, whatever. But I feel like for those games, I don't think this is an important thing. I don't think this matters. If anything, it's even harmful because we tried playing Mortal Kombat X through while streaming it because we didn't download it or anything. And it was atrocious. Like, <laughs> it was fun for a while, like maybe 10, 15 minutes. But then it started to lag really bad. And you would go to do a move, but the whole screen would freeze. It'd be pixelated. It was rough it was it was difficult it was rough. Uh, i played prey for a little bit and it's not super intensive it wasn't super bad either but like i would look right and left really quickly because i was very paranoid playing the game just hitting anything that i could see mm -hmm. and i would notice that i would swipe my finger back and forth and it would just be slightly behind if i was going too quickly and like that alters that hinders the gameplay and i think that's more likely to occur with these higher-end AAA games that are more uh, taxing on the processors of the of the of the systems you're using and all this stuff, mm -hmm. versus where I think it could really flourish, which is for indie games, like indie game developers who 
cannot pay to have their games made physical who don't have a, a means to to uh really promote and put all this stuff out there getting it just on these like lists these these uh netflix style here try these out sort of uh arrangements that's amazing just like cool yeah i'll, I'll play this little side scroller where you play as a bug and shoot stuff out of your ass like i don't care that sounds fun for a minute i'll have to give it a try and then it's amazing <laughs> and you're super into it and then you support that indie developer going forward and i think that's really cool i think that's uh got a lot of potential behind it mm -hmm. i agree cool <laughs> uh my coffee is cold when we were talking about talking about <laughs> this like when we were deciding what to talk about for this one for this episode <clears throat> i thought of the aspect of the collecting the games that you wanted mm -hmm. and you can collect movies that you want as well but we're talking about video games right now so like it's always really nice to have the physical copies you mentioned um, last night that even if you have the digital copy on your computer or your laptop, your desktop, whatever, something could happen where that company is bought or something happens to your computer, something, something is lost. You don't have those games anymore. Mm -hmm. But if you have the physical copy, you can just play it whenever. Yeah, you always and, have a backup. Yeah, you ha I mean... You have to take care of it, you know, can't get let it get scratched or dirty or whatever. Yeah, don't rub it on your face or something. <laughs> yes, but it's fulfilling in that weird human nature kind of way. Like, you, it's satisfying to have the physical game and to, like, display it. Yeah, it's, it's part of the, the, like, draconic need to collect and cultivate something. Mm -hmm. The, the want to just have a horde of things that are yours. And maybe that's just ingrained in us because we are raised in a, <laughs> a, greedy, a greedy consumer society. But um, it, it's there. It's Yeah, it's... It, you it's, feel it. Oh, so I think it's natural. I think it's like regardless of what society to live in, uh, greed is a thing people just have. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's intensely negative. There can be a positive, a positivity to greed, to want, to desire and want. Yeah. But like part of it is, is just fun to have, to be like, yeah. to have friends come over and be like, all right, let's pick one of these games. Oh, yeah, look at like, this. Oh, you have this. I don't have that. Let's yeah. play it together. And then it becomes a group thing. Um, do you want to lead into split screens? Oh, yeah. Just I'll, for a minute? Just just for a minute. Just to take a like a <laughs> take the conversation, <laughs> set it aside, and have a, a quick chat about the death of split screen because it's a travesty. It's just a honest to God yeah. saddening. <laughs> I remember playing 007. I remember playing like Need for <laughs> Speed games. I remember playing, you know, Mortal Kombat and those type of games. Now, Mortal Kombat isn't split screen, but it's still, you know, you sit on the yeah. couch and you play a game with your friends or your family. They don't really have that anymore. We have searched <laughs> for a game to play together. And all we really come up with is either taking turns playing a game, which is fun, but it's not the same, or playing fighting games. Mm-hmm. And it's just not the same. Like, 
I, I've talked about it about Halo before in the past because it's it was a seminal game for me growing up. It's the game that was like that got me into the whole idea of shooters and it's them. The, like OG. <laughs> yeah, like I I've, I had played beforehand Call of Duties, but they were brown and gross, and I didn't like them. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I didn't know who I was. Well, you're not you're, to you're not much of a war game kind of guy. No, but I can like nowadays if I if someone gives me a free copy of Call of Duty, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll... <laughs> as long as it's a free copy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happened with Black Ops Three. We got it on for free on the, the playstation and i was like yeah okay i'll play this yeah. but like I, i'm just not drawn to it it's not my yeah. my my style um i don't mind the the older ones the older ones i actually enjoy like call of duty world at war and uh medal of honor all those types of games i'm not too much of a fan of the more recent call of duty games that are like weirdly futuristic <laughs> and there's like time travel well there's a lot it was like this is too much i'm just asking for war and blood and dirt on guts <laughs> but no, I, I was never really into into call of duty in general or medal of honor which that's that's old uh mostly because my brother was super into them and he played them and i never got the chance to and when i did play them i had no idea what the hell i was doing <laughs> didn't know where i was supposed to go who i was supposed to shoot or why and then I played Halo. It's war. You just shoot <laughs> you anyone. Just shoot. Aim and shoot. But then I played Halo and I was like, oh. Anything that's that, an alien. Anything that doesn't look like one of these dudes, yeah. I shoot it. Got it. <laughs> Great. Yes. Also, I can jump like 10 feet yes. and punch a, a brick wall. To <laughs> there were so many weird things that you could do in Halo that became a meme or that became like a viral clip or video and that mm -hmm. people just loved that it was fun to play with friends yeah. there, there was all sorts of goofy shit like i remember playing uh with uh, some kids around the block we would go over to one of our friend's house he had the old xbox the original xbox not the xbox one because xbox and microsoft don't know how to name shit but the original <laughs> xbox and we played split screen uh, xbox or split screen halo 2 or something whatever whichever one was on that xbox and it was just the four of us tr killing each other for like 30 minutes to an hour two hours whatever amount of time we wasted just running in circles shooting each other and it was incredibly fun and that's i don't know it's, it's a very different feel now mm -hmm. like i i know that there's some attempts to sort of bring that feeling of hanging out with your friends in the same room and like shooting shit <laughs> shooting the shit and also shooting shit trying to bring that back i saw we saw that uh fortnite was doing a split screen thing mm -hmm. and i'm not a big fan of fortnite just because but just... but that gives them some brown yeah. points like hell yeah that's that's dope that they're trying to not just you know make you interact with other people around the world but they're like hey we understand that you know maybe your friend doesn't have the money to buy another whole system and a whole game so why don't you just buy one and then you play it on the couch and play a game exactly and it's, uh, playing a game like that on the couch with your friends or family after like five ten years or whatever you look back on it and it's very like nostalgic yeah. but if you're sitting in your cool gaming chair or on the couch with your headphones on, talking to people, playing video game, looking back on it, it's like, nobody, was it was fun, it was a good experience, but nobody was there with me to share it. Mm -hmm. 
admittedly, we're, we have a harder time sort of having that online presence that some people do. I know some of my friends are all about living online with their friends, and that's super cool. But yeah, like, it's a huge world out there. Yeah, but there's also like a a market for people who just want to grab their friend down the street or their girlfriend and be like, "Hey, want to go <laughs> play this thing together? Let's do it." Mm -hmm. It's it's a whole market that has been left sort of abandoned for so long and a lot of that has to do with not so much streaming but the push towards online gameplay mm -hmm. and this digital side of yes um i i also read that part of the reason split screen is in decline or that it's dead is because it uh, hinders the like beauty of the game like how they're trying to make games look so pretty and like so real with uh oh gosh the wilds game called the wilds the wilds now oh, the game with the archer girl and the there's metal animals <laughs> <laughs> anyway you guys know what i'm talking horizon about horizon zero dawn yes I don't know what the heck was going on in my brain. But yeah, Horizon... Archer Girl Metal. <laughs> but <laughs> they knew what I was talking about. Uh, so like that game is beautiful. That new the new God of War game that we played stunning. was beautiful. And if you played them split screen, which would be really weird, but if you did play those Oh screens, my god. Split you screen, could be God the God of War, you could be Kratos, I could be Atreus. Could you give me a second? Sorry. Let sorry. me finish. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you played those split screen, it probably would make the game less beautiful. Like you couldn't take in the whole landscape. Mm -hmm. You, I don't know. It, it 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 would be a different experience. But there are certain games that are meant to be one player, and other games that are made to play split screen or with other people. Mm -hmm. And there's always a place for single player games. Mm -hmm. I never want to see the end of single player games. There was a time recently when everything was coming out with just online PvP games. Mm -hmm. Like the last Call of Duty, Black Ops 4 or whatever. Not the most recent Call of Duty, but the last Black Ops. Because apparently they're slightly different games now. But uh, it was just online play against other people or, or, or whatever. It wasn't a, a campaign, a single player storyline. And I hate that. I, if I'm going to buy a game, I want to be able to sit down and shut up and not talk to anyone and play it for an amount of time before I go, cool, let's play with a friend now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's strange. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange shift in the direction of video games and the way that they try to get people to interact with them, the way they try to get people to, to play together and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of, especially for, for the multiplayer aspect of it, aside from just the hardware... There's definitely a marketing aspect to it. Yeah. Because, like, if your friend can just come over and plug their controller in and play... You're not making as much money. Yeah. <laughs> but if they, you know, have to buy a whole other PlayStation 4, another and game, and a TV, <laughs> and whatever, then that's money. Mm -hmm. That's money for Sony or whoever <laughs> else. It's like they're pretending to be very, like... Friendship's good. Connect with the world. Like, yeah. get out there under like the guise of like 
For we a... want you to buy more of our systems. Get out there for a price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for a nominal yeah. $600 fee. There, there are a lot of games that I have looked at and like, oh man, it looks so cool. I, I would like to play that. But it's online. Mm-hmm. And, well, okay, I'll play it. But then I can't play it with you because you would have to buy another system, another game. But we live in the same house. I'd have to get another TV, maybe get some headphones so you don't hear my sound, and we could sit next yeah. to each other. I, maybe we have we have a a couple friend or friends that are a couple. You have a couple of friends <laughs> who are also a couple. <laughs> but uh, they have what two Xboxes? Yeah, they have a couple Xbox Ones, an Xbox One, and Xbox One S. Yeah, but they play the same game together in the same house, but on different ends of the house. Because and it's like, yeah. why does one household need multiple systems? Because capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and like, I understand the want. Part of me a few times have been has thought like, I mean, it's only like a couple hundred bucks for it on the PlayStation. We can play some games. But like, it sucks. It's yeah, because a, you'd also have to get another TV. <laughs> another t- <laughs> it's, 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 it's a whole lot of extra nonsense to to try and just have fun with someone who's there with you. Yeah. And I I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it has its ups and downs like digital Netflix-esque video games. It's fun. It's cool. Um having them being only one player is not great. Yeah, and like the, these two things aren't essentially aren't innately connected. Like there are plenty of uh, games on the on the streaming services that are two player, mm-hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat or whatever, um, which probably would have played better if we actually downloaded it. Maybe there wasn't a whole lot of memory. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, that's, that's true. We did only stream the game so if you're just streaming the games and they're going to be a little laggy mm-hmm. but if you download it there might be a difference they'll, they'll, yeah there'll definitely be a difference uh for for those bigger ones because like that you don't have to send that information through a different server it just goes to your to your ps4 or whatever but like the these two sort of ideas this loss of couch co-op and this uh, like movement away from physical media have sort of a a a similar effect on the existence of like disc trading stores like GameStop or whatever smaller in town brand mm-hmm. exists, and that's actually a pretty big deal. Like the loss of these stores where you can come in and trade your games and buy it or whatever and you know trade and share and buy new ones is a big deal because having to buy games that are directly from the the retailer where they always are the ones that get the profit that's obviously what they want that's most beneficial to whoever's making that game and i don't mean like the developers like the people who are publishing them and the this push to not be able to share a game with a split screen and this push to uh, have only digital versions of media are killing these industries, which allow people to, at a more moderate price and one that supports local businesses, it makes it more of a kind of soul-eating <laughs> experience. And it's really unfortunate. 
I think that's my biggest like gripe with with streaming is that it's sort of putting uh, pushing away this idea of ownership of your own media and this ability to uh, share and trade and have a separate relationship with the art versus the corporation. Mm -hmm. And it makes me uncomfortable because I want to be able to get a game, do that transaction if I need to, but otherwise just experience this thing and not have it be so tightly connected to this sort of uh, materialistic, capitalistic uh, sort of trend and cycle. Which I know it is, it always will be, but it's it's more heightened with this more digital, uh, more singular mind frame. Mind frame? Mind? That's not the word, is it? Mind. Mindset. Mind yeah. frame? Mindset. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You, you understand what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's different, and it's a push that I understand from a, a economic perspective. But as a consumer, I think it's harmful to us. Despite the fact that I think streaming is still an interesting direction, I still think it's great for indie developers. I don't think it should be the 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 only thing that's left in the future. Like with movies now, like you can still go out and mo- buy a movie, but I don't think I ever have <laughs> since we since Netflix has become a streaming thing. But with video games, I do plan to, if if we do get the streaming service, to still go out and buy a game. I think there's a certain importance to that. Oh, there'll, there'll always be movies or games that aren't included on the streaming, mm-hmm. you know? So Netflix doesn't have all the movies. If you want to watch a movie that it doesn't have, you go and buy it. So if there's a video game you want that you can't play on PlayStation now, you go and buy it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's a that's a a massive like hindrance for streaming mm-hmm. is just there's this game you love, you've played a bunch, and then one day they the servers just no, we're not gonna have this anymore. That's that's it's a bummer. That's a big ass bummer. That's huge. Uh so yeah, I think there's there's definitely a, a way in which streaming can become a major aspect of games in the future. And I think this trial mindset of, oh, I'll try this game, I'll try this game, I'll try this, uh, can be super helpful. And I think uh, having that be sort of like a tag along to once you find a game you do like, actually acquiring that and having it as part of your collection is where that can live together. One of the things that also might be discussed is that having the ability to stream the movies and the video games um you actually just don't get out you don't you, do you know what i mean yeah like, like you're, you, don't... you you can stream it on the tv video games movies on the tv so you just sit at home all day and you just start to feel yeah and i like a lump <laughs> like a big old lump <laughs> uh and like it's not a big deal. It's not a big thing to go to a rental store or a, a GameStop or whatever and just buy a game. It's not like you're going to be there for an hour and conversing with anyone with everyone. But it's, it's something. Yeah, it's, I mean it could it could lead to some people having more issues than others. True. Uh, I know that I 
would be emotionally distraught if I just spent all day inside for more than a day. Yeah, and it, it could lead to, like, um, worse uh, video game addictions or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just babbling. <laughs> Spitballing. Uh, no, I, I 100% see your point. I, there, there's... It's easier to sort of let those things take take hold and like kind of run away with it when it's always there and available mm-hmm. versus when you have to save up for it and get in and all this stuff. If it's just always, oh, I can just try another game. Oh, I can just play another thing. I can, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of exciting to um, save up and work for that money to go buy that game that you've been really wanting. Oh, yeah, there's literally nothing more exciting to me than ripping the fucking plastic wrapper off a new <laughs> game. All about it. Uh, <clears throat> honestly, that's pretty much everything I have. Oh, actually, uh, here's a thing. Here's a thing that I, I, I sort of was thinking about as you, as we were talking. This is cool. The This whole ability to stream games is cool. We're probably going to get it. I mean, it's only 10 bucks. That's honestly a pretty good deal. We have good internet service. <laughs> and we don't make a whole lot of money. Uh, we just make basically enough to live a mildly luxurious life at luxurious mild luxuries (laughs) okay hey hey, hey, hey. we have warm water and shit like (laughs) that's a luxury in this world fair enough (laughs) i didn't say good luxuries they're mild (laughs) uh but we have enough to you know to get these things that we enjoy to to have decent internet connection, we live in a in a near bigger city, so we have access to these things. That's not the case for everyone, and that's a big, like aspect of financial security and all this stuff. Uh, sort of an exclusion of rural areas as well. Like, there's all these different aspects that would exclude so many different people in this particular marketplace by going in a more streaming digital service versus having physical media available and i think that's uh, that's definitely something to like keep in mind as we're going towards this digital future yeah it's just the idea of who's being left behind left behind the end of times i think it's a wrap that's a wrap folks let us know what you think about this whole streaming digital marketplace life yeah hit us up on twitter instagram facebook yeah you can find us with uh the tag at cryptid delta or at delta cryptid productions uh also the honestly the biggest thing you can do for us is just show the show the show uh (laughs) is share the show with somebody and that's the biggest help getting uh, a larger audience is uh the biggest help anyone could give to us at the moment yeah and the five stars five stars yeah rate us review us you know all of that stuff so uh Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time when we talk about something else.